You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hello, I'm Stephanie Ruff. And I'm Aviva Nabeski. We're the hosts of the Dressage Today podcast, where you can find us talking about anything and everything dressage related. Our conversations span the world of dressage from leading riders to local level dressage heroes. We're talking training advice, showing tips, and sharing stories to inspire your own dressage journey. So tune in, then tack up. Welcome to the Dressage Today podcast, sponsored by Equithrive. Later, we will be talking to Julio Mendoza Lore, the individual gold medal winner at the Pan American Games in Santiago, Chile. But so also, exciting. I know uh, yeah, he may have been competing for Ecuador, but he is based in North Carolina. So he's, you know, he's a little, he's an And adopted. he used to live in Maryland. And he used to live in Maryland. That's right. So, yes. um, you know, we, we can partially claim him as ours as well. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also what just happened when we are, were, are recording this was uh, we just got done with the USDF uh national championships and uh, the the talk of the whole event was <laughs> for was good or bad horse. was yeah. the checkerboard horse all over social media the amazing clip job of um, the horse that had that looked like it was a um, chess board or a checkers board or something it was and fabulous it was definitely different and it definitely got your attention yeah yeah <laughs> And I kind of heard, I heard good and bad. I mean, some people, I think most people kind of liked it, but some people thought it was a little much or perhaps distracting to the eye. So you've, you know, you're, you're a judge of Eva. Would you find that if you saw that horse, um, if you were judging that horse, would you find that to be distracting? No, I, I really wouldn't. I loved it. I, I saw the pictures on, on Facebook, of course, yeah. and other social media. And I, I thought, it was just fabulous, and I loved her her clothes as well. She was, you know, matchy matchy. Couldn't get any yeah. better than that. Yeah. Um, and I loved that she had fun. Um, you know, right. clipped horses are beautiful. Just you know, the the shiny coats, and you know, to have a chestnut that clips the color that that particular horse clipped was just wonderful because some yeah. of them get that kind of weird brown <laughs> it's, uh-huh, shade uh-huh, but yeah. but that was just super fun and you know i i i think dressage is very serious but i like that we're starting to have more fun and we've talked a little bit about you know the 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 color changes yeah. and all the rest of that and i happen to have a just phenomenal woman in my area who does clipping named Brianne Reynolds and She's been clipping for me for several years and she's incredible. She's a gifted artist. And the last few years she clipped um, Leo for me and she did a lion's head. She did a crouching lion. (laughs) She did a lion with a, with a crown. And for tiger, she did um, a couple of different tigers. And this year she, she really went all out. She, tiger's a big boy. And she said, I have a lot of canvas to work with. (laughs) And she has this incredible, crouching tiger that is, you know, basically leaping off of his butt with his tail wrapped around his his (laughs) hind end. And it is truly a work of art. It took her more hours than I want to tell anybody to do, but it was absolutely worth it. And, you know, how fun to see that come down center line. Yeah. Um, And I have a friend, um, 
Hannah Ong, who has an off-the-track thoroughbred named Pop-Tart, and Brianne clipped a toaster with a Pop-Tart <laughs> coming out um, onto his butt. And, you know, if you know what his name is, you know exactly what you're looking at. Right. And that's right. just fun. Yeah. And I think it keeps us from taking things too seriously because, you know, we're going to be talking to Julio soon. And here's somebody who on his own horse, without a lot of backing, just won the Pan Am Games, who's looking at going to the Olympics in Paris. Um, And that's really serious stuff. Yeah. And, you know, most of us aren't going to do that. No, most of us are not. (laughs) You know, we might as well just have fun. This is very true. And this is a way to have fun. I mean, most of us aren't going to nationals either. Well, yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, yeah, a know, lot of us aren't even going to get 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 that far. And um, you know, some of us may not even be going in the show ring, but it's still <laughs> fun to do something a little bit different. And yeah. you know, I give her all the credit in the world, and I I I think it's less of fun. So yeah, and it, more it, power it, to all of you out there. <laughs> It lets you show a little bit of your personality or your horse's personality. Or your horses, or, exactly. You know, and and uh, yeah, you're right. It is. It adds. It adds a different dimension to it. And I know, you know, we we also all have the reputation of dressage people being a little bit stuffy. So um, yeah, it it uh, lightens that a little as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll have to see. It's it's it might become a thing, and soon we'll have you know. <laughs> We might have more than one horse to look at for clip jobs. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Our Ask the L question comes from Athena. And she asks you, Aviva, if you could please explain the purpose of the level that is at the beginning of each dressage test. Absolutely. Um, This is a great question because nobody looks at that. No. (laughs) You you know, I mean, seriously. And it's on every single test, starting with intro all the way up to fourth level. And, you know, it's underneath, you know, like right now I'm looking at um, first level test one. And it says first level test one. And it says, you know, introduces the 10 meter half circle at trot, 15 meter circle at canter, lengthening of the stride at trot. And then it says purpose. And the purpose says to confirm that the horse demonstrates correct basics and in addition to the requirements of training level has developed improved balance, lateral suppleness and throughness, as well as the thrust to perform lengthenings of stride. The horse should be on the bit. So for those of you who are thinking about what do I need to do at whatever level? And am I ready to move up a level? Read the purpose. Yeah. You know, can, do you have, is your horse, if you're riding first level, is your horse consistently on the bit? If your horse isn't consistently on the bit, you already aren't meeting the requirements of the level. So you probably shouldn't move up. If your horse is consistently on the bit, do you have the thrust to get a little bit of a lengthening? Remember, this is a lengthening, not a medium. Mm -hmm. So if you read the purpose on every single test, it tells you what the expectations are so that you can ride the test and see, do I have what it takes? Because a lot of people look at the test and they just say, you know, the new added elements. Yes, I can make a 10 meter trot circle. Right. Therefore, I'm ready for first level. 
Yeah. Yes, I can ride a shoulder in. Therefore, I'm ready for second level. Well, you know, yes, you may be able to do the element, but can you meet all of the details that are involved in that test besides just the elements and the movements themselves? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a reason they put them there, the purpose. And I think it's a great thing for people to take a look at. And, you know, frequently I'll be judging and somebody will make a comment about something that I've said, and I will go back to the purpose. And, you know, the purpose is a horse that's going freely forward, reaching over the back into the rider's hand. You know, so if you have a horse that's hollow and above the bit, are you meeting the purpose of training level? Right. Well, no, you're not. And the fact that you can walk, trot and canter, do transitions more or less and kind of ride a 20 meter circle doesn't mean that you're really meeting the requirements. So I think in, in addition to just looking at the pieces of the puzzle that are each test, if you look at the purpose of the level itself, that's going to give you a lot more feedback as to whether or not you're ready to be where you are or if you're ready to move beyond where you are. Very good. So everyone go read the level of your, the purpose of your level on the test you're doing or that the test you want to do. (laughs) Exactly. And then look back at the level before you and look at the level ahead of you and see what you're, what you're looking for. I mean, the wonderful thing about the levels and, and the tests and the purpose is that, you know, it, it is the training pyramid. It gives you the blueprint for how to train your horse and to tell you whether or not you're doing the correct training or whether you're leaving holes. Right. Very good. Okay. Another good answer. Another good question. And um, if anybody else has other questions, please feel free to reach out to us on social media and we will add them to the list. Absolutely. When we come back, we'll have our conversation with Julio mendoza Lore. Trying to choose the right supplements for the right horses often feels like a chore, and you have enough chores as it is. Fortunately, there's Equithrive, whose mission is to make this whole nutrition equation easier on you and much more beneficial to your horses. Equithrive's lineup of pelleted supplements are developed with care, backed by science, and carry a 100% satisfaction guarantee, not to mention being picky eater approved. Whether you need advanced joint care for your equine athlete, plus gut, hoof, or metabolic support, Equithrive is your one-stop shop for feed tub fortification. Stop wasting your time and money. Do your horses and yourself a favor and visit Equithrive.com. Use promo code DRESSAGE today to get 20% off your first order, plus free and fast shipping nationwide. Growing up in South America, Julio Mendoza Lore rode horses and taught students at his father's farm in Ecuador. In 2006, he and his wife Jessica started training together, and they moved to the United States in 2007. Julio has trained numerous horses to the Grand Prix level, including Ivan, to date the only Frisian to compete at the Pan American Games, Chardonnay, his partner at the 2015 Pan American Games and 2018 World Equestrian Games, and his current star, Jules Goldstrike. He specializes in Piaf and Passage training, as well as the art of longlining. 
Julio, Jessica, and their three children currently reside just outside of Tryon, North Carolina. Thank you, Julio, so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us today on the Dressage Today podcast. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. Okay, I'm excited to be here. And okay, let's, let's go to doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Well, we're going to just jump right in. And first of all, congratulations on your individual gold medal at the Pan Am Games. And we just want to know, tell us all about it. (laughs) Oh, I don't know where I'm going to start. Okay. I'm feel that I just start coming down to cloud nine. Okay. It's been been a super exciting uh, last a couple weeks, okay, it is some field to, I don't know how to, exp- uh, words to express myself, how much I'm proud of my horse. Yeah. Okay, and and how much grateful uh, I am for David Han, my coach, okay, and mm-hmm. all the team behind, behind me to uh, really support me and making all this possible. Okay, Panam Games, um, uh, my fair day, my fair day was um, uh, was a roller coaster. Okay, um, yeah. Feel I make a mistake the fair day, but at the same time was a slap in my face to <laughs> to <laughs> to wake up, to wake up and and putting all my things together. Okay, and and as is, and I feel to the second day I didn't much better. I did I didn't better for my horse, um, and. For the freestyle, uh, I was unbelievably excited. Okay, that we won right. the gold medal and we break the record, and it's it's, uh, it's unbelievable. The the people in Chile, uh, I never been in Chile before. The mm-hmm. people was unbelievable, sweet, kind, okay, willing to help. Okay, and and Team Dura didn't all the fly for the horses and uh, impeccable. No one bad mistake everything was everything was almost to was coming out to a book okay presenting it to us to be perfect wow mm. that's quite quite a compliment yeah <laughs> <laughs> i um, was talking about you yesterday to to somebody julio and they said that you had more joy than anyone they have ever seen after your freestyle ride <laughs> That it just it you just glowed with happiness. And you know what? You know what? I'm one to these guys that I'm very positive. Okay, and I'm very grateful. Every day I feel the I'm living my life for uh, for gratefulness, not for uh, expectation. Mm. And and just to able to ride in the Panang game against mega riders and mega horses and and when I the last, my last, uh, my last piece to, to my freestyle, everything was going so flawless and so beautiful. And my last pirouette to Piaf in my freestyle when my horse nailed that. And mm-hmm. nobody saw that, but I had tear in my eyes. <laughs> and and was a moment of happiness, was a moment of joy, and was a moment to be so grateful to all the hard work and to that moment as being paid off. Yeah. What David said to me, said, never is done and nothing is done into the last halt. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and that was what I remember. And I tried to keep in that posturing in my mind to even what I saw by that moment, I was crying. Yeah. I was just keeping 
keeping yourself together, Devin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm finished my last howl, I was a cheer on, raise my hand up to the sky to be so grateful. Thank to God for the opportunity to keep my heart happy, healthy, and just to, for me, always I try to keep in my, putting my horse first. Putting my horse first, and I like to go all the time when I posted mine to keep my horse happy yeah. and finish when a horse happy. And to able to see him go to the arena happy and finish happy, <laughs> no money can buy that, no. no money can buy that, that exciting moment. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, so going back a little bit, going back a few years, when you were a professional in Ecuador, what was that like? What was training horses there like? What kind of horses did you train? How is that different from your time here in the United States? You know what? When I was in Ecuador, that was, that was that's a great question because <laughs> when I was in Ecuador, I, I feel the the I was a young boy. I was a young boy, okay, to a young professional to try to learn the most I can. And has the opportunity to learning for the best to the best riders mm -hmm. and the best coaches. And I try to ride uh, everything what people presented to me in the front to me. Okay, if it was a mix in between a llama and a donkey and rode. Okay, <laughs> okay, it is. This. I never try to prioritize what kind of specific horse I wanted to ride. Mm -hmm. It's no matter if it bring me a horse up to the mountains and say to me, I wanted you to train that horse. I try to give him the best opportunity to the horse and the best opportunity to myself to learning about the horse. What I can do in myself to bring in the best out to the horse. And, um, and I'm very grateful to my grandpa. He was never a... a, a competition he never did mm. a grand prix he never did nothing that but he was a great uh, uh, horse master he was a horse uh, his his partnership with the horses and no matter if it was a mule or a donkey or a cow <laughs> or whatever or a pig he always wanted to bring their animals to be his friend mm -hmm. oh, and, yeah. and a learning and a learning in such a young age to uh, you know has to judge the animal for the breed. You just try to understand the animal for what they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning so much. And that, and I, I always like dressage in Ecuador. And my, my friends, my brothers, my brother does both fighting. Okay, something oh. I don't like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and all my friends that are jumping and mud cross and all this thing, and people was thinking to us, why you like dressage? That's for females. <laughs> and I said, and I was just, no, 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 it's not for females. You have to really understand the horse. I said, it's another part that you guys don't understand. Mm. And everybody making fun of me when I was younger because I love dressage and I like to, <laughs> figure it out how I can train my horse with kindness and respect and figure it out the best way to to make and then doing a mood with no sacrifice my partnership. And right now they are in the position where I am in the United States. Uh, oh my gosh, this is, I'm coming to the United States to ride Frisians, okay? Right. And 
Oh my God, so different for the Wombland, so different for the Lusitanos. Okay, a horse went mega hard, but it's so hard to teach in a flying chain. Okay? <laughs> okay. And yet you've trained so many flying changes on so many Frisians. Uh, exactly. But you know what? That, uh, the, Frisian, the Frisian horses opened the doors to me here in the United States. Okay, a lot of people uh, multiple times he said to me the the and the the Frisian guy, okay, <laughs> told me the and the Frisian guy, okay, and I laugh about that because I was I don't feel the and the Frisian guy is I try to find the the gymnastic to work the horse to do the flying chain. Maybe horses wanted to do in the flying chain in the field. Maybe the flying chain mm. wanted to do in the flying chain over a rail. Okay, or maybe the horse wanted to doing jumping across rail and doing the flank changes. But I'm figuring out so many ways to do it and that putting a little bit the extra uh, the extra knowledge in my in my part. And now the right one blunt, uh, even when I'm teaching a student and I'm seeing they're having a problem with a horse. And always go back to how I thought a friction a flank chain. Okay, if it's mm -hmm. that problem, let's go to fixing it in a different way, not just approaching the normal way to people do. And I I remember the first time I met you, Julio, you had brought several Frisians and one warm blood to a schooling show at Equilibrium Horse Center that I was judging. And it was my first oh my time God. meeting you. Remember that? <laughs> and and what was so funny was you rode the Frisians and we talked about that. And then you rode the warm blood and you were a whole different person. It was so different watching you ride. And then you went and you jumped the warm blood because it was a combined test. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. I thought, wow, what a talented guy. <laughs> yes, I don't miss jumping anymore. I'm a big sissy right now. Okay. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh no! Okay, I'll see a jumping in the front to me, and I'm gonna start screaming. Then a little girl. Okay, oh, that <laughs> that's not happening anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, do you do you do you do any cross training with your with your dressage horses or anything like that? If you don't jump anymore, you know what? You know what? Yes, I'm doing cross training a little bit here. Okay, I'm taking all my horses to the three oh. years old to all the Grand Prix horses. Uh, they are working in the arena, but at the same time, uh, we go into trail rides a lot. And we do doing downhills, up a hill, crossing the creek, okay, try to teach the horses to gallop outside in the fields or in the trail ride, okay, or being a loose rein. They don't always, don't always has to be here in the arena, mm -hmm. okay? And, and that's what we love to do is, is more trail rides uh, because uh, I see in so many accidents uh, try to go over the rails with, with, with some dressage horses cannot jump, okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> and sometimes it's almost painful to see an address or go to the jumping and says, oh my gosh, please sleep in your legs. Okay, come on, pick your legs. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, that's, I'm not trying to jumping anymore. I try to take the horses more for long trail rides, at least uh, two times a week. Mm -hmm. The horses, all the horses can go and we're doing group trail rides. Solo trail rides to the horses can be in a group or individual. Your your horse, your partner for the Pan Am Games is Jules 
Gold Strike, who you started competing in 2020. Um, can you tell us more about him and how you came to own him? You know what? Uh, yes, this <laughs> is uh, a little bit um, a very unique story. It, it is, is Goldie, Goldie, how I'm calling my boy. Okay, my my partner, my 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 everything. <laughs> That horse is everything to me. Okay, it is. is I was in Wellington. I was in Wellington, uh, uh, the, uh, competing. Uh, Rosalie, uh, the, the 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 big mare Rosalie that was doing Grand Prix, big mare eighteen one eighteen two hands mare, mm -hmm. as sweetest bone blanc, um, lovely horse. But she was uh, sixteen by that time. And mm -hmm. I wanted to qualify here for the Olympic. And I'm coming across Goldie, okay, for my friend Alexandra Reed and uh, Jose Naranjo. And they introduced me to Eliana. And they told me to Goldie is, is for sale. And he was a little cheeky. He was a little bit a horse to, uh, he wanted to spook a little bit there or try to, be a little silly, but silly, playful, silly. Yeah. And, and I love that kind of horses. That's the horse for me to, oh my gosh, I love to figure it out what, what is the problem. I like complicated horses or silly little horses. That's what I like it. And the moment that I saw the hang, I was talking to the owner and he was trying to backing and try to spinning and, and, and I was laughing. I was just, oh my <laughs> gosh, you're so funny. Okay, what is all about it? <laughs> and people was just, what is funny about it? And I said this, I said, I don't know, but it made me laugh. that he thinking that he is going to back me off or something. And people go, uh, uh, yes, that's what he does. And I say, oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, you like to hand do anything. I say, bring it on, do it more, do it more. And I rode him for two days and was blood for the first time and touching my hands and hang. And I was, I talked to the lady, I said, please, sell him to me. And forever he is going to have a home and and now he have a home for the rest of his life he never is going to be for sale yeah. for any money okay people offer me tongue and tongue and tongue the money right now yeah but uh, he never is going to be for sale because the horse already giving to me so much to i'm feeling a little boy in a christmas day and looking <laughs> him every day and he is a big he is a big uh, present guest for me every day. And this is, sometimes I look myself and I says, wow, what I'm done to deserve a mega horse. And I'm to is working hard, be nice to people and keeping your head down and, and really learning most that you can. Okay, it is, is sometimes opportunities coming in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm. Is he still cheeky like that? And and how is he to compete in a big atmosphere like you just did? Oh, you know what? Uh, right now he is his, uh, all his, all his, his moment that he was a little bit playful, a little silly. Right now, all this thing is, all this thing is gone. Okay. And this is now, now we go to the arena and 
Ankin coming in the arena and a loose rein and Ankin walking hang around the arena and a loose rein pick the reins scanner and go center line no problem yeah or Ankin coming in the throat and he can go throat around no problem he he really trusting me right now and I'm mm -hmm. trusting him okay the the we are uh, he's my partner in crime okay he says <laughs> we <laughs> we we trust each other so much the it's funny even when when I feel to tense are coming and I start preparing him for the tense that are coming, he's already there says, Dad, no worries. I got you. I'm already Aww. prepared myself for that. And he always says, you know what? Some people say you have to ride your horses two stride ahead or one stride ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel that he always says two stride ahead of me. He always wow. says, he always wanted to never make a mistake. He is so ego and so arrogant to go to the arena and try to do the best he can to perform better. And when we done, when we done, he loved the ankle and scratched the neck and embracing <laughs> him and love him. And okay, it's, it's a mutual relationship. And yeah. Well, you've qualified for the Paris Olympics with him. When, how, how, how does he feel about that, Goldie? Does he know and is he prepared? <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? You know what? That is sometimes people think I'm crazy, right? But this is, he had his song, uh, uh, Personal Animal Communicator. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and he talked to this person all the time. And she talked to her before we go to the Panang game. Okay, he go, I'm feel ready. I'm feel ready to go to compete and I'm feel to dad is ready to, we already competing before in Wex and Wellington. And I'm feel that we are a little in a row. I never been in an aeroplane this long. Okay, and, <laughs> but uh, I'm afraid a little bit about that. And we have to secure him with the voice to the person that everything is going to be okay and I'm going mm -hmm. to be in Chile waiting for him <laughs> and everything go right and, and it says, he know, he know that he is a champion, okay, and, and he know, he really is excited to go to the, to the I know that's just weird that we talk about him, right? Mm -hmm. and, but uh, he really is excited to go to Europe and, and, be, and be good. And, yeah. <laughs> Are you excited Wonderful. to go to Europe? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited because, okay, uh, this is this is weird, okay? This is weird. I'm going to say something to this weird, okay? And Olympic never has been in my, Olympic has never been in my, in my uh, radar. Olympic never has been in my dream, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, uh, but I feel too, uh, it's been never in your dream because I know the expenses to 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 take and to go to 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 the Olympic, right? Mm -hmm. And I know the sometimes the sacrifice that you have to make to go to the Olympic, okay? To go um, and before I know field I had a horse to go to the Olympic, and to I meet Goldie, okay? And and I'm feel to now when Goldie is I think that that dream change. Okay, because it's gold, because it's, it's the horse that he is, and he made me believe the ambulon in the arena because uh, he wants to perform all the time for me. Mm -hmm. and, and it says, 
for me, my dream before going to the Olympic was more to learning to be a better coach, learning to develop the horses in the right way. Right. Okay. And, and try to really find the ways to teaching a, a horse to always be happy. That mm-hmm. was my dream before. And now, and I'm not losing that, but now I'm feel to, because it's Goldie and because it's all the people behind me, they pushing me and now David is pushing me to go to the next step is going to the Olympic. And what are some of the challenges that you have getting there? I imagine it's incredibly expensive. You know what? The bigger challenge has is about the, the, the leaving the farm here, mm-hmm. okay, in North Carolina for three months, okay, and leave all the clients here for three months when I'm going to do in the concentration camp in Belgium before the Olympic. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, I'm on Goldie, okay, I'm on Goldie all right. Yeah. And uh, sometimes um, it's good in one way, but sometimes it's bad in the other way because sometimes if somebody else on the horse helping you with the with the belts, okay? But yeah. now I'm on him 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pay yeah. for everything. <laughs> okay? Yeah, but uh, it is, that's the challenge. Uh, that's the challenge, giving here, uh, leaving all the rest of my horses here, clients, students right and, and try to raise money to go to the olympic it's, it's, it's a big challenge it's a big commitment and even i said to my children and my wife okay for the next five years we're not going to have vacation okay <laughs> we're not going to have a nice yeah. thing we're not going to a restaurant okay we're going to eat a spaghetti and okay <laughs> and cereals okay to be to go to the olympic okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but everybody is involved with that and everybody wanted to, to support about that. Well, that's yeah. great. That, sir, that must help anyway to, to know you have such a, such a strong support system behind you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know what? You know what? Uh, I'm very lucky about that. Okay. My family, uh, this is uh, my princess, how I call my wife. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when I married her, when I married her, always I say, I feel to God, give me a woman. I feel to God, give me an angels. Okay, that woman changed my life. <laughs> that woman, that woman is my biggest cheerleader. She always is the more organized. She always she give up all her young age and life to try to see me succeed, and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Okay, and when out here, uh, when all the support that she giving to me, I don't feel the I can be where we are right now. Okay, and, and the children's all the time it says that you don't need to worry. Okay, we're going to support you, we're going to give you money that you can go. If my Aww. children said that, it says it's so sweet. And, um, well, so you are assuming all goes well and you and you make it over there, you will be competing as an as an individual and not as part of a team. Do you think you'll miss like the, the team unit? Um, or what do you think? You know what? You know what? Uh, uh, I don't think so because I've never been in the Olympic. Okay. So you don't know any different, huh? <laughs> exactly. I don't yeah. know different. Okay. <laughs> this is, and, and so far, and so far when I'm, for example, I did a National Cup here in Wellington. Mm-hmm. I did an individual. 
Okay, I'm done. Uh, I'm done with the team. Okay, in the Bolivian game, I had my son to be part of the team. Panam games, we done the team, and and this is so it's, it's different because yeah. it's one prison your two prison your horses or three prison your horses and one Grand Prix horse, and and I feel in the future yes. I love to have a thing for the Ecuador. That's our new plan. Okay, we have right now a plan that we're working so hard right now with eight different riders for the next Panang game to see in the next four years we can bring at least six Grand Prix horses and we wow. compete up to in the Panang game with uh, Grand Prix horses to mm -hmm. see if Ecuador can qualify uh, to the next Olympic when I think. That is our goal, and wow. I hope it, yeah. that can be our dream. And yeah, that's a, that's, that's ambitious. A yeah, <laughs> and, if anybody can do it, you can do it, Julio. <laughs> you know what? You have to. I always say you have to think bigger to go bigger. Okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> and it is. Is I'm feel too. Is is not a dream. It's not a dream with goals, and and you keep going dreaming every day. Okay, because if you're not dreaming. Bigger, uh, if you start dreaming, then you never achieve the dream. Uh, right. You have to really dreaming every day and working hard every day and not let that dream disappear. Yeah. And keeping dreaming. Yeah. And that's, Absolutely. That's, that's for me, this is in my mind. And I told to the girls already, if it is what we want to do, we have to set up a dream to a four-year plan. And uh, it has to be last three years and one year competing to see where we are. Hey, yeah, that's that's our. Well, yeah, because it's not gonna it's not gonna happen overnight. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish. Okay, but <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. I, I wish, and a lot of, a lot of people wish that. Okay, but but you know what? In the same time, because uh, nothing happened for wish, everything happened for doing. Yeah. Uh, it is, we have to keep in doing it because I'm feel to if things happen overnight, it's going to be that easy and nobody has appreciation for a hard work. Is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is, we, we, we have to work hard to able to achieve our dreams. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it is hard work. <laughs> oh, I, I Although never... you make it look easy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys are so sweet. Okay. But it's no easy. Okay. <laughs> well, the last question that we have is one that we've been asking all of our guests this year, as Aviva and I are putting together a reading list. We're, we're, we're almost at the end of the year. We're going to have to get this whole thing put together. But so we yeah. were wondering if you had a favorite um, horse book or regular, regular non-horse book that non was fiction book, or, yeah. or uh, non-fiction that you'd like to share. You know what? You know what? A book is, is one book that I, uh, more than a book, more than a book, it is, is uh, I'm more a, a visual person. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. This mm -hmm. is, um, what I do is, is I try to uh, sign to all the programs and online to right. hear all the podcasts about, about Carl Hester mm. or about all the clinics that he teach or, or uh, online lessons to, to us. There's so many, so many uh, online programs. That's what I like to hear even when I'm driving or before I'm asleep or when I wake up. 
three in the morning. That's what I like to <laughs> to, to listen to yeah. to because I'm more a visual person. Okay, and I have to see it mm-hmm. to able to understand what they're talking about. It. Right. Okay. Yeah. But but that's me, and I feel to it is it is a great way to to learning because a lot of people learning for visual things, a lot of people lost learning for listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. And me is for more for visual and listening. I has to visualize what I'm listening. And, right. and it says, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And I feel to that was my problem when I young age, when I was in school and college and high school is to, uh, a lot of people no wanted to really explain and all the time I got so mad and I was says, come on people, you need to explain to me. I'm a little slower with the program. Okay. We <laughs> okay. all learn in our own ways. Exactly. Yes. Do yes. you know what I mean? It is and, and I'm feel for me, I'm sorry that I'm cannot giving you a book, but I'm That's giving okay. you is a, a more um all right. online videos that you can that you can 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 listen. That's yep. how for me uh, how I'm, I'm, I'm and learning. Yeah, that's okay. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, congratulations again on your on your victory. <laughs> we uh, we certainly we look forward to following you over the next year, you and Goldie, and see how everything uh, see how it all plays out. It's going to be an interesting year next year. It's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a longer eight months. <laughs> In some ways, but I bet it'll also go really fast. You're going to be like, oh no, here it is. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This is, we already almost, we already almost, almost December already. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah might, time flies. It okay. does. So it might seem oh. long, but, but then I bet all of a sudden it's going to be here and we're all going to be wondering what happened to all that time. But, um, we certainly wish you the best of luck. We uh, appreciate you talking with us today and um, hopefully we'll be able to see you again here in the coming months. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Okay. Speaking today and thank you so much for all the support. Okay. And all the wonderful question. Yeah. I cannot do it when all the people behind me. Thank yeah. you so much. You are most welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the dressage today podcast. If you've missed any episodes or to subscribe, go to Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Learn more and read in-depth training articles at dressagetoday.com, or you can visit our subscription video site, ondemand.dressagetoday.com. Be sure to give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Happy riding, and we'll see you at X. The Dressage Today podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of Equine Network, LLC.